We are just a couple days away from the time of this recording to a brand new year. And how are you going to ensure that this brand new year, 2024, is better than 2023, regardless of what you experienced in 2023, whether it's good or bad. This is where we're going to go in this episode of King's Code Radio, where ultimately we are a movement of men, men rising up as kings, kings unto the king of kings, producing much fruit, much results in every area of life. And so we want to talk about how do we produce more fruit in 2024. I recently did a train with uh, the men inside of our King's Code coaching programs and the King's Armory, where we went through our entire protocol of strategic planning and uh, I want to share with you kind of an overview. We provide a lot of training, a lot of tools to really set guys up for success. But I want to give you a nice overview. So if you have a pen and paper ready, I recommend grabbing that and taking some notes. You may have found yourself in a place where you have not been strategically planning for 2024. You may be one that is a planner and you're like, man, I got this nailed down. Regardless, there's going to be some good stuff in here for you because I believe this is all about fine-tuning. But you can't fine-tune and prepare, strategically plan for 2024 unless you properly assess 2023. Again, regardless of what you experienced, whether you were going through a crisis, whether it was the best year you've had yet, it doesn't matter. The goal here is, okay, well, then how do we continue to advance? In 3 John chapter 1, it talks about, uh, my brethren or beloved, I pray above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Now, there's a whole study we could do on that, but that word prosper paints a picture of a road. There is a progression. You start here and you're going that way to success. There is a continual movement, a progression of moving forward in success. And I think that really is what we're trying to do, right? Is is really continue to grow and and progress, not get stagnant. I am often I'm reminded, but I also remind the guys of what I call the Smith Wigglesworth standard. If you're familiar with Smith Wigglesworth, um, he is no longer around, but he was definitely a man of power and loved the Lord very much. And he had a, uh, a standard that he lived by where every day not moving forward was a day moving backwards. And I think, man, what would our life look like if we had that type of standard? Now, you some may say, oh, that's unrealistic. But really, just think about that. If we had the mindset and attitude of every day not moving forward is a day backsliding, how different would our life look if we maintain that type of standard in our life? Now, again, that's a message for another time. But today, I want to talk about our protocol. You cannot properly and strategically plan for a new year unless you assess the previous year. Where did I win? Where did I lose? Why did I lose? And really start to assess that honestly. Far too often, guys, like we we tend to justify, well, this thing happened and that thing happened and that's why I didn't hit this goal. That's why I didn't hit this target. That's why this... And, and it's not about lying to yourself and trying to justify. Just be real and raw with it. Hey, this is what happened. And you know what? It knocked me off my A game. You know what? It knocked me out. I was not there uh, emotionally to be able to really get in that, get, get and make that thing happen, whatever that may be. And I do find that we are our biggest obstacles most of the time. And I'm not saying that there aren't obstacles that, that you are facing that aren't getting in the way, but typically how we respond to those and what that does to us emotionally plays a big factor on if we're going to hit those targets or not. And so taking the time to really think about, okay, where did I win and where did I lose? And we break our life up into four primary categories of faith, family, production, and health. And so with that, 
when you start to really tear apart, not just a vague thing of how did I do this year? No, I'm talking about did I win? Did I lose in the, in the category or the quadrant of faith? Is my faith on fire? Did I move forward with the Lord? Is there that standard of every day not moving forward, forward with the Lord is a day moving backwards or a day backsliding? What about uh, family? Uh, is my Do I have a proper connection with my wife, my kids? Uh, a lot of guys I talk to are also going through divorce or they're fighting for their marriage. So uh, that category is usually not that great, right? But where did we win? Where did we lose? Where is there still trouble? And am I doing the proper things to uh, make sure that I am still in the fight and I'm still a man on my A game while I... Um, while I'm getting out of crisis mode and moving into a place of wholeness because God is healing my heart, my mind, my soul, all these things. So after you take that time and really assess and being honest with yourself, then you can start to move in. And this is where, again, I'm going to make this super quick. I think we recently did like an hour and a half training on this. But this is where um, I really want to do a brain dump. I think often we, uh, we we just have so many things bottled and boggling up in our minds, right? We're just we're thinking about this. We're thinking about this. This thing is weighing on us. This pressure is is constantly in front of us. What I do is I will get my iPad out, and, and it doesn't matter what you use, but I will do a brain dump. All the things that I'm thinking about, whether it's thoughts, goals, desires, questions, things that are weighing on my mind, I want to get them out on paper or get them out on my tablet so they're not cluttering up here because it's really hard to start strategically planning when you got a whirlwind going on inside your mind. So do a brain dump so you don't forget anything. And as you're going through the protocol, there probably will be more things. All right, let me put that down so I don't forget. But now I don't have to try to worry about remembering the thing either because I got it down, written down. So after I do a brain dump, this is where now, this is where a lot of guys, uh, I lose a lot of guys right here is the Bible says, uh, where there is no vision, the people perish. And, uh, and that's Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no uh, vision, the people perish. And I found this to be true in every area of life. I'm sure many of you guys have been a part of projects and things where if there is no vision cast and it's just a project presented to a team, there can be a lot of frustration, stress, and confusion when they don't know why they're doing the things that they're doing or what is this for and, and so forth. So getting clear on a vision. Now, a lot of people will say, well, just get clear on your goal, write it down. Your desire is obviously the thing that God's deposited there. We'll see. I, I, I don't think it's necessarily quite that simple. And here's the thing. Yes, God does give us the desires of our heart. And I think it's important that we get our vision from him. Now, I think we, our heart and our vision lines up with his heart and vision as we continue to draw close to him. There are plenty of things out there uh, where it is just our own selfish desire that could cloud and get in the way. So this is where you get honest before God and say, Lord, I want a vision for 2024 from you, not me. I want you to be the one that deposits the, the thoughts and desires and vision in me, not me coming up with it myself. And there's nothing wrong. If you think if anyone has a problem with that, then they got a problem with themselves. Because the thing is, is there's nothing wrong. All you're doing is having an open, honest conversation with God. How is that ever a bad thing? So you're getting clear and honest with God saying, hey, I, I want to get your heart, your vision, to be able to come before God and sit there and be still and just shut up <laughs> and, and start taking these things and talking to the Lord about these things. And for some, God will give you a picture 
of what it's supposed to be like. He, for some, he will give you a strong, strong, deep desire or thought of knowing that this is the way it's supposed to be. This is his heart towards the situation. This is his heart towards you. This is his heart towards the new year, whatever it might be. As a side note, something that I like to do, and this is just for fun, um, is I, I like to ask the Lord, Lord, give me a word, like a one, one word, one word that represents the upcoming year. And it's fun for me just to do that because I've found in looking back over the previous year, the year really does line up with that word that he gave me. And so that's just something that is, it's, it's something for me to hold on to and, and remember, oh yeah, God said this about this year and yeah, this makes sense or wow, this looks nothing like what I thought it would look like, but it still lines up with that word. Just a side note, that's something I like to do. But then um, going through, okay, so the the vision, and this is why inside the King's Code, we have the King's Vision Map. You write the vision down. Uh, the word, root word of, of uh, the vision, like in Proverbs 29, 18, is to gaze, mentally perceive, behold, and look. So this is something to where God can use our imagination to give us a picture. Uh, the problem is a lot of people are so filled up with carnality and, and stupidity because that's what they're feeding themselves on the the stuff gets jacked up in the process and this is where we have to make sure we're crucifying our flesh and separating ourselves from the world and really seeking god and holiness and purity so anyway side note there whole nother lesson as well once we do that and i'm like all right i got a list of things when i take faith when i take family when i take production when i take health to the lord these are the things that i start to think that this, this is what god showed me so far some things might be totally quiet and you're like, man, I got nothing. That's fine and that's okay. But then um, you've done your brain dump and you've gone before the Lord and, and gotten these, these things down. I really feel like this is his desire towards my marriage. This is his desire towards my relationship with the kids. And I really feel an urge, let's say. Maybe it's not a picture. Maybe it's an urge that I really need to really start spending more time with my kids and talking to them about things of God. Maybe we need to have a family Bible study. Maybe we need to take that fishing trip and just be able to have fun and, and just talk, whatever it is, write those things down. By doing this, by starting to do this, this is where then you can start to say, okay, um, what I want to do is now I've gotten these ideas and I got these God-inspired birthed ideas and vision from the Lord. I'm writing them down plainly as the Bible says to do. And now what I can do is I have my targets. Those are my targets now for maybe the whole year and maybe it's for the quarter. But now I'm getting clear on what it is that this, that this year is going to be. Uh, you might think, well, man, I really, I really want to make, the, I got to write that book. I need to make that course. I want to grow my business. I want to double my income. I want to really um, lose some weight. I really want to hit the gym and be consistent because I suck at that. You know, what, whatever it may be, those are the things that you want to write down. Once you do that, now you can start to reverse engineer. And this is what's really important. You hear of uh, things called SMART goals, right? Which stands for specific, measurable, achievable, and I like to say relevant um, and time-bound. So when you get very specific on what the goal is and you can set up timely targets. You can measure the success. Am I going, you know, it's not only just a deadline, but am I measuring these things? I can break these tasks up or the, or take the entirety of the goal and break them up into actionable tasks. When I can do this now, I can say, all right, well, every day, 
This means this, or every week I need to hit these these goals, these targets. Uh, every month I need to hit these targets in order to ensure that I win at the end of all this and I accomplish this goal. Luke 14, 28 says, won't you first sit down and estimate the cost or estimate the cost uh, to see if you have enough money to complete it? An idiot would just get some hammer, nails, and wood and start trying to build a house. It's not how you do it. You gotta have a blueprint. You gotta sit down. I want the house to look like this. It needs to be here. Is it gonna be a level ground? Do I have the knowledge, the time, the tools, the resources, the money to be able to complete this? Do I have the right team? Do I have the right contractors? Do I have the right designers to make this thing turn into a reality? You wouldn't just get a hammer and nails because it would not work. So. So if you're going to go at this with wisdom, you got to sit down first, count the cost. What is the things that need to be done? Do I have what it takes right now to do this? And if not, then I need to really start to look at this in a way of what do I need? What do I need to do? What are the things that need to be accomplished? What people do I need to strategically partner with to be able to accomplish this thing? Whatever it might be. And again, it all depends on what we're actually talking about and what quadrant. But when you start to go through this and start to reverse engineer the vision, turn them into goals, and then weekly, daily, monthly targets of these are the things that I need to do, you actually start to develop an action plan. And this is what's exciting about this. Now, I recommend, again, sticking with breaking things up into four primary quadrants of faith, family, production, health. So you first tackle faith. Then you move into family. Then you turn into production, which is your money, your resources, your business, your career, all these things, right? And then health. So you start to do this. What what does my current situation of my diet, my health look like? Um, what, what do I need to be doing to reach this? Do I need to implement uh, a daily or a weekly action plan? Um, am I consulting with the right people? I actually had a conversation with someone recently. Um, uh, we do have a few women that, that follow our frameworks as well, even though we target you know primarily men. Uh, but I had one of the women ask recently, um, you know, there's a, the faith, I'm sorry, the health quadrant has been a struggle for me because I've tried to implement these things and never seem to get the results that I I would desire. And I said, well, this is, this is really where um, having a talking and seeking wise counsel really comes in. Having a coach, uh, there is an abundance of health and wellness coaches out there, but finding somebody that's been there, done that, that understands your body type, that understands what your body needs uh, in order to get and behave the way it needs to behave, to get the result that you want. And I think far too often we don't do this. Uh, in some quadrants, we think, okay, I can, some of you, most of you, I think have the the understand of the importance of having a coach and all that. Uh, but in others, they don't. And so this is where it's funny where, you know, someone might hire a golf coach, but then think it's really weird to hire a coach for your marriage. Um, it really is no different. It, you shorten the distance of time and streamline success when you have somebody that's been there, done that. And as uh, uh, one of the guys in our program said, you know, having, uh, referring to myself and, and coaches inside the King's Code, it's like being able to walk through a landmine and not step on any landmines. Uh, you, you are, you are, being maneuvered uh, and strategically maneuvered. Hey, don't step there, step here. This is where you, to get the faster result, don't step there, move this way. And, and that's really the importance of having that. So you can add that to potentially what you need to do uh, to create an action plan. Now, this is where then you start to really lay out uh, however you want to map this out. Again, we've got tools that, do, that does this, but map this out on a piece of paper, a whiteboard, tablet, whatever. But this is where we start creating the action plan now. 
I've gotten clear on where I have been, what, where I won, where I lost, what I need to do to change that. I'm, I got my vision with the Lord of what this year is supposed to look like. Now I'm setting my targets up for each quadrant and do one quadrant at a time. Don't try to do them all at the same time. One quadrant at a time. Then you start creating the action plan. Now, we have something known as the King's Code Productivity Stack. And this is something where it now really allows you to start breaking up your goals into actionable targets and steps. This is where, okay, I have this, maybe it's my goal for the first quarter, second quarter, whole year, whatever it might be. But now I'm reverse engineering this and breaking these down into actionable steps because I understand we, we tend to think that our life man, if you look at it too vague or too wide, man, I just have all this time in the world. But then we need to understand that our life is made up of how we spend our days. So if we're not spending our days wisely, doing the things that need to be done, we end up not spending our life wisely. We can't be doing, oh, well, someday I'll get to that. No, no, no. The things you're doing now, you are sowing seed right now of time, energy, money, resources, all these things that you are going to reap something in a little bit here. Is it going to be good or is it going to be bad? If you neglect a garden, the garden dies. It's just kind of that simple. So this is where we break up. Uh, we break things up into quarterly goals. We uh, look at where we can outsource certain things, uh, what can be delegated, what tasks fall on me, what systems and tools do I need to keep me on task and on target. For some, it's simple to-do list. Uh, and this really then comes into what works best for you. Uh, I like to, after I've broken everything down of, okay, well then my daily protocol looks like this. My week should look like this. My month, I need to make sure I've hit these targets and I've reverse engineered so I know what I need to do every week, every day, so forth, right? This is where then I can put it, and I personally use a tool called ClickUp. ClickUp.com, I love this tool. Um, there's a free version, a super affordable version, but it does... So many things. And I, I use this for all of my quadrants to delegate teams. I mean, it's and I'm setting up clients on this. I mean, it just really is a cool program. Uh, so I recommend you. And I'm not an affiliate. So just check out ClickUp.com. Uh, but you can break these up. And, and there's so many different views and ways that you can use it. So you can use it very simply or you can use it very complex depending on how your brain works. So uh, check it out. But using the systems and tools will help me see if if... Uh, if I'm moving forward, it keeps things measure, measurable. Am I, as I measure these things, am I completing? Am I hitting my targets? Because if I'm not, I'm going to pay a price down the road or I'm going to make things super stressful as we get closer to that target date. We also have tools known as the growth assessment, the daily action plan, the clarity map, the realm review. All of these are designed to really help ensure and keep you accountable as you maintain the things that you are doing. And so if you're not a part of this, I encourage you to check us out at the thekingscode.com and you can schedule a time with me and we can explore, see if like the King's Code is the right fit for you. But if, if you're trying to do this on your own, you got to make sure you have some kind of system in place where you are reviewing the vision often, you are reviewing your tasks often, making sure that everything is measurable and, and that you're hitting your daily targets. Because uh, if you're not, you're going to... I just equate to this. I know I just said it, but if you don't water a garden, it dies, right? If you think of your life as a garden, then if I choose not to hit that daily or that weekly target, it's like saying, I'm not going to water the garden. Yeah, it's hot outside, man, but I'm not going to hit that target. I don't feel like it today. Notice I say, I don't feel. I don't feel 
like it today, which is why we are our biggest obstacles most of the time. I don't feel like it today, so I'm choosing not to water that garden. And how many know, based on statistics, <laughs> that when you start letting off, put, taking your foot off the gas, whatever, however you want to think of it, you stop watering that garden on one day, and then it turns to two days, and then it turns to a week and two weeks, and then it's not, it's not really a goal anymore. <laughs> And then we get discouraged. I see this all the time. And I think we've all experienced this too. Of, of I, I use fitness as an example just because it's so relatable, I think. How easy is it to not go to the gym? How easy is it not to wake up early or do the thing you need to do, to whether it's eating the right things, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, uh, sticking with a proper workout routine? It's easy. One day goes by. Oh, well, two days. And then you get discouraged and you stop. And then you try to start back up and start, stop. And it's a vicious cycle. When you have a system in place, this helps keep you on track track. And it keeps the vision written plainly in front of you where you remind yourself daily, this is where I need to go. What amazes me, going back to the house analogy, is if you, let's just say, um, resources were unlimited for you. And you said, I, I'm going to build the most awesome, biggest house. It's going to have all, everything that I ever wanted, desired, and I probably don't even know what all I want in it. So I need to talk to probably a designer to find out what else I can do, right? Maybe I want to have a three-story house that has this, that, and the other. And I want to make sure it has this type of lighting and looks like this. And it's on this, whatever, right? You would put time into thinking about that house, where you want it, the location, do you want it in the desert? Do you want it in the mountains? Do you want it in the city? You want it. I want to make sure it's this color, this style. I want to make sure that the bathrooms look like this. The kitchen looks like this. I want to have a room specifically for X, Y, Z. Got to have the pool. Oh, yeah, I also want to have this. And, you know, money's unlimited. I want to have a shooting range in a basement. That's what I want to know. You, you see what I'm saying? Like you, you, you would take the time to think about that and then you would consult the right people, the designers, the contractors, all these things of what do I need to do to make this happen? And you count the cost, right? Now, again, money unlimited in this, this little analogy. So you would just, man, everything, every detail is looked at and planned for. That's what you would do in a situation like that. And maybe some of you have done that already in the current house that you're in. You took time to think about it. But how often do we not take that type of thought, that detail, the time to think of our lives that way? We'll put the time into a house, but we won't put the time into our own life. doesn't make sense, does it? So if you want to be a man on your A game and you want to be a man that levels up in this new year of 2024, you got to have a strategic plan to do this. Now, I wasn't planning on doing this, but I'm going to. Uh, for the last two weeks, I have uh, only emailed this to my list where I have a couple spots available where we are co completely free, completely free, where we're coming up with an entire plan. If you're a man that wants to be on Zagan, I'm going to throw this offer out to you. And again, I wasn't planning on doing this, but I will put the link in the description of this podcast. Uh, spots are totally limited. So I'm being straight up with you guys. And really this ends uh, around the first of the year, but maybe I'll make an exception for a few more since this is so late in, in, the, in the year. But if you would like to sit down with me on a Zoom call and we come up with a strategic plan for you, we can bust through the obstacles, the crisis that you've been facing, get wholeness on those things so you're not moving into the new year wounded. And I don't say that as an insult, but just, hey, life happens and we get wounded. Uh, there's no reason to continue moving on into the new year as a wounded warrior. We got to come in and say, hey, I'm going to I'm going to walk in wholeness. 
And so if that's you, book a call with me and we will spend some time assessing your past year and coming up with a strategic plan for the new year. No strings attached. If that's something, uh, I'll open up three more slots for that into the first week of the year, specifically for you guys listening to this podcast. How about that? So if that's you, be sure to book a call and take advantage of that. Guys, I, I really want this next year to be better than any other year in the past. And I think God's doing some amazing, amazing things. And it is time for us as men to rise up truly into who God's called us to be. Uh, plain and simple. So I want to encourage you. Start thinking strategically. It's time to move past the woundedness. It's time to move past and bust through the crisis. Start walking to wholeness as a king upon this earth, a king under the king of kings, ruling and reigning in life as a king, producing much fruit wherever you go. So guys, take the time to start strategically planning this new year. If it's you, take advantage of also the link that's in the description. But above all, guys, I just wish you the best of success in 2024 as we move into this new year. I do believe God's got great things, and uh, we need to be able to be ready to, to receive and experience and walk in those great things that God has in store. So guys, until next time, I wish you the best of success. Have a happy new year, and we'll talk to you in the next episode of King's Code Radio.